Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. UK investors are now shifting from the poor growth and inflation mix to the extremely negative external balance picture in the UK. The UK economy is currently being impacted by different forces that make forecasting the economic outlook increasingly difficult. The pound has rebounded from its recent plunge, but some expect that rally could end. But does this have an effect on Asian currencies? Joining us today on the phone is Pierre Blanchet, Head of Investment Intelligent at Amundi. Pierre, welcome to the show. Hi, Angbin. Hi. So what is happening with regards to the UK financial assets? Well, basically, the UK market uh, went in a bit of turmoil after the announcement of a of a 0.5% GDP unfunded tax cut, actually, mm-hmm. on top of uh, the energy price cap that was already announced. Mm-hmm. So in terms of movement we've had sterling reaching uncharted territory trading at all-time lows against the dollar mm-hmm. we've had uh, 10-year yield yields moving up 100 bips to 4.6 percent mm. and that led actually to an intervention of the bank of england to avoid a, a crisis and to uh, to close the week we've had actually uh, standard and poor's uh, cutting the outlook Mm-hmm. for UK sovereign debt uh, to negative. So that was a, that was a rough week. Um, and basically, the British government had to backtrack and, and to, to change, actually, its, uh, its policy and, and eventually starting and guild bonds back as well. But it's been, it's been a bit of a journey, to be right. honest. Yeah. So I want to ask you, what is your view on that reversal to the plans of a cut to the highest rate of income tax? Was it expected? Did you expect that? Well, no, to be honest, I think uh, neither did we expect the announcement or the proposal of um, mm. of the tax cut itself. So I think that the, the price action for for markets shows a surprise. Mm-hmm. I also think it shows that um, basically the, 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 it signals actually that the credibility of policymakers was was at, at stake to some extent, mm. and uh, the the market was saying that the new fiscal measures probably would have too little to growth. Mm but too much on inflation. So mm-hmm. um, that, that was not seen as, as the right decision at the right time, at least. Mm-hmm. With this reversal, though, what does this mean for inflation in the UK? Well, I guess inflation in the UK uh, um, is, is, is reaching uh, very high levels, mm-hmm. as you know. What, what we think is that despite the changes, this future and the fiscal pa- package that has been announced, particularly the cap on uh, household energy bills, mm-hmm. Will, will limit actually inflation pressures uh, on the on the short term. Mm. We don't think it's going to stop actually inflation per se. Just because inflation is now you know broadly spread across uh, most components of the economy. So what we've done at M and D, we revised down actually peak inflation. Mm. It assumes that uh, that inflation will will be a bit lower than than the max targets we've had in 2023. But then we assume that actually inflation will be uh, longer and therefore we raised core inflation in 2024. Mm. So in a way, we are we are moving part of the excess inflation of 23 into 24. Mm. So a, a long story short, we think that this is not going to be enough to time inflation. Mm-hmm. We think that actually it's going to spread inflation over time rather than 
then then stop it. Mm. So you're saying that inflation is going to be going on for a while. What about a recession? Is then the UK economy headed for a recession anytime soon? Well, we believe the UK economy is actually in the recession as we speak. Mm. Um, okay. And actually the case for the rest of Europe. So this is not a British-specific situation. Mm-hmm. For next year, we're assuming a a GDP contraction for the UK of around Mm 0.5%, and then a rebound in 2024, uh, something around 1.3%, but because of base effect, it's not much in terms of real growth, I would say. Mm -hmm. So um, this is the case, actually, across Europe, uh, and therefore, no, we are not forecasting a recession. I think we, we, we are there. Whether it's going to be a significant one, probably not. We are not expecting a, a significant contraction of GDP. As I said, it's 0.5 on average for next mm-hmm. year, but it's still a contraction of GDP after a very strong growth in 2021, by the way. Mm-hmm. So now what is the way forward for the Bank of England? And what can we imply from the current bond market? So I think, you know, for, for the Bank of England, um, first of all, the, the budget announcements uh, brought the bank into a, a fairly difficult situation. So they, they've been raising rates, as you know, mm-hmm. and at the same time trying to mitigate this. So the Bank of England only raised policy rate by 50 bips, while the Fed and the ECB raised by 75 bips. But at the same time, they've started quantitative tightening. So it's kind of a short-term compromise, I would say. So softer on the short-term mm-hmm. interest rates, a bit faster on long-term rates, I would say. Mm-hmm. But clearly, um, the Bank of England said that uh, the new fiscal policy, the, the new announcements, actually, we are not part of its uh, of its policy rate setting process, so they had to readjust, mm-hmm. and therefore they are they are probably contemplating uh, hiking rates uh, a bit further. So, so long story short, for the Bank of England, it means probably a more hawkish uh, Bank of England, at least over the short term. For the bond market, the first implication is that we've had uh, quite of a uh, you know bounce in volatility, so it's it's a it's a much higher volatile market uh, than what we've seen over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the move last week clearly, you know, probably triggered some some margin calls. It was probably put also some financial institutions, you know, in a bit of tough temporary at least, mm-hmm. but tough tough situation. So that's that's not easy. So the current bond market first is it, it has to has to I'd say reset or restabilize itself, mm-hmm. and the Bank of England intervention uh, helped this. We think that actually it's quite tough to to assess fair value on guilt uh, given uh, you know all those moves and and these basically move parameters. But basically, yeah, it's probably you know interesting mm-hmm. yields in terms of historical levels, but in a fairly volatile environment. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about the recent plunge of the British pound. I mean, it's it's seen a rebound recently, but where is the pound actually headed? Is the rally going to continue? Some analysts are expecting the pound to hit parity against the dollar by year end. What are your thoughts? Well, we think we are already trading very close to parity already, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we've hit, I think, uh, 103, which which was uh, uh, during, you know, the, the, the most acute phase of uh, the recent issues or crisis, I would say. Um, um, and it, it's really, you know, it was unconceivable a couple of months ago uh, to have sterling at parity. Well, I think we are we are we are heading there. So that's we that's what we have. So we we assume that first quarter next year uh, we have 102 on cables or dollar uh, sterling, and we assume a rebound uh, as we're going through 2023 uh, back to 115. So. Mm-hmm. 
we are not, you know, um, structurally bearish on sterling, but we assume that short-term uh, pressures will remain. Mm -hmm. So we, we are very close to parity as a target right. and slightly more positive on the medium term. But but I think, you know, it, it's fair to say that there's a lot of idiosyncratic issues, you know, that weigh on sterling. So we have Brexit, current deficit, mm -hmm. complex political uh, situation, uh, the issue around Bank of England's uh, communication, geopolitics as well, is it's not helping. Mm -hmm. And on top of this, if you specifically talk about uh, cables or sterling dollars, then, you know, fundamentals are not helping the British pound. So mm -hmm. interest rate differential, inflation differential, uh, inflation, you know, is stabilizing in the US, it's still rising in the UK, economic growth momentum is much stronger in the US than in the UK. So all these fundamental parameters basically are calling for a, for a, for a weaker pound. So mm. that's where we are. So how does this plunge actually um, affect Asian currencies? Are we headed towards a more generalized currency crisis? So for currency crisis, I don't know. Maybe we can uh, we, we we can we can discuss a bit later. But short term, on I would say on Asian effects, uh, mm -hmm. what we're saying is that a, a lot of the move of uh, the down move on on emerging market effects and Asian effects. Uh, is, is behind us. We think that we are close to fair value for, for many of the of the crosses um, in this fairly challenging micro environment. I would say. I think the the, the the main issue still is you know the the Fed and the Fed hiking cycle and what it means for for Asian central bank. They need to make sure they catch up uh, to avoid the mm. currency depreciation. So um, we think that Northern Asian currencies probably are more candidate for further depreciation. Mm. Uh, uh, they are more exposed actually to uh, to the Fed and the global, I would say, uh, deterioration of, of growth outlook. Uh, but overall, we think that midterm, we, we are quite constructive, I would say, on uh, on, on, on Asian effects. We think that we, to a large extent, reach uh, extreme undervaluation in many, many areas. Mm -hmm. And we think they're probably close to an end, actually, to, to the strong dollar, um, to the strong dollar move. So, if you add on top the fact that emerging uh, in Asia is going to grow faster than 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 the West, for instance, that that could support actually um, Asian currencies. I would say to your point on are we going to go into a generalized currency crisis? Well, to be honest, I, I don't know. I think we are heading to um, to a new regime at least mm. temporarily. It, it, it's clear that you know over the past few weeks we've had um, Japanese intervening on the on the yen. We've had Chinese supporting the RMB. Here we have Bank of England acting actually on the bond market, but it has an impact on sterling. So you see very well that it is on, these are not, you know, standard functioning or usual function of, of market. So mm. I think we are, we are in a phase where um, a lot of countries believe that the dollar is far too strong and therefore that something has to, um, has to change. So we are probably close at least to an end of the very strong dollar phase. Uh, close to it, maybe not there yet. Well, well, thank you so much, Pierre, for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you. We've been speaking with Pierre Blanchet, head of investment intelligence at Amundi. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.